0: Welcome to the program.
1: Now, Paravista Church will have this program on, and I pray that you will be blessed and you'll be able to share the good news with so many people who are dying out there in this world.
2: Today we're going to have our testimony service. I hope you saw the email this week. And I hope you've come prepared to share something. I guess there's one really very famous testimony in the Bible. And as I reflect on it, it has has all the hallmarks of what it means to share something about what's been going on in your life. And the high mark of it says, in the high mark of the testimony in the Bible it says this. After this time had passed, I, Nebuchadnezzar, looked up to heaven. My sanity returned, and I praised and worshipped the Most High and honoured the One who lives forever. And it strikes me that when people stop and they share what God has been doing in their life, that that is what we get to do. We get to stop for a moment and reflect on the reality that the Most High is alive and that He is busy in our lives. After this time had passed, I, Nebuchadnezzar, looked up to heaven. My sanity returned, and I praised and I worshipped the Most High and honoured the One who lives forever. Today we're going to hear people share their stories. And when they share their stories, I know I'm going to stop and think in my pew there is a lot to praise and honour God for because God is very much alive God is indeed very well, and He is busy in our world, and He is busy in our lives. It's a really wonderful thing to be reminded of. You know, when you read on in Nebuchadnezzar's testimony, for that is what it is, it talks about how His kingdom is restored to Him. And then it says this at the very end Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and glorify and honor the King of Heaven. All his acts are just and true, and he is able to humble the proud. Sometimes our hearts need to be humbled. I know mine does. And But when they are humbled, they remind us once again that God is great, and that God is good, and that he is busy, and he is active, and he is alive in our lives. Today you're going to hear a few testimonies that people have prepared to share and there'll be an opportunity for those to come forward at a particular part of our program who haven't been asked to share something that they would like to share about how God has been active. I hope that you'll have something to share about how God might have used you to serve somebody else or how God might have used you to speak to somebody else for him or how God spoke to you and how it changed your life and you became a follower. But if you've got something else to share, then that will be really good too. Something that will help us to remind us that indeed God is truly busy, that he is not far, that he is not remote, but that he is imminent and he is close. I'm looking forward to it this morning. I hope you are too.
3: Good morning, everyone. Um, So today I've been asked to share a story and I decided to share one about how God has used me in the past couple of months. Um, As some of you might know, I went to a program called Arise, which is in northern New South Wales. And while we were there, um, they asked us to do door knocking um, three afternoons a week, which wasn't something that I was particularly thrilled about. But um, as we got into it, it became a real blessing to me to see how I could influence people's lives um, just by having a conversation with them. And um, there was one lady in particular who... We met, and the whole afternoon we'd been knocking on doors. We'd knocked on maybe 30 doors already, um, doing surveys in the community. And we would stop after each house and pray over the home. And then we would also ask God that, you know, just one person who's interested to study the Bible with us, Lord, just please, just one. And we got to the last house. Um, we only had about half an hour left before we had to go back um to the church where we all met afterwards and we knocked on this lady's door and no one came to the door and we waited a little bit and we knocked again and this lady came out she's a little old lady and she said asked us what we were doing and what we wanted and we just asked her if she had a few minutes to go through a survey with us and she got very defensive very quickly and said um this isn't religious, is it? And we said, oh, well, there's a little bit of a religious content to it, but um, we're just asking people in the community what they think about um, world events at the moment. She goes, oh, well, I I suppose I can answer a couple of questions for you, but you better hurry up because Antique Roadshow is on and I can't miss any of it. (laughs) So so we said, okay, And um, so we went through the survey. We said, oh, only take five minutes. It'll be really quick. And we went through question by question And we got to a question which said, um, Who do you think Jesus was? And at that point, she sort of stopped and was like, I don't usually do this because I'm not a religious person. But I need to give you people a piece of my mind. And we were like, Uh oh, here we go. (laughs) And she stepped out of her door. She goes, Antique Roadshow can wait today. I've got a lot to say to you people. And um, we stayed there for the next hour and a half just talking with her. And she had a very troubled childhood and a very troubled past. And um, she just needed to get a lot of things off her chest. She had a lot of barriers up between God because of experiences that she'd had before. And um, she said, you know, you, you'll never convert someone like me. And she had all these issues, especially a lot of people brought up the fact of what's been going on in the um, specifically the Roman Catholic Church at the moment with all the priests and everything, and she was very upset about that. And um, She just kept going on and on and on, one issue after the other, and we just sat there and listened to her. And when we got to the end, we said, well, it's been really wonderful talking to you, but we, we have to go. It, was, it had been dark for a little while already. And I um, said, but do you mind if we come back and visit you again? And she said, well, as long as you are okay with not talking about your religion, then that's fine. You can come and visit me whenever you want. Um, And we went back every single week to visit her. Sometimes more than once a week. If it was raining, we didn't really want to be knocking on doors in the rain, and so we'd go and visit her. And um, her birthday was during the time that we were there. Uh, We bought her a little birthday present, and we just visited her every week. And we never talked about God. We just listened to how her week had been, struggles that she was going through, and just talked with her. And in the last month, maybe the last three weeks of knocking on doors, we were talking to her one day and she said, what do you think happens to you when you die? Because my next door neighbour has been telling me that I'm going to hell and I want to know if that's true or not. And so we got to share a little bit with her that day and the next week and the next week and before we left we asked her whether she would like someone to continue to visit her um, to speak with her about God and she said that she would really like that and one of our friends was staying in the area and so we introduced them and they got along really well and um, and so she's now studying the Bible um, with that friend and I just think that that's such an amazing thing for someone to go from hating god and not wanting to speak about anything to being interested in what the bible has to say and believing that it was a credible book and reading it of her own accord the first study that we official kind of study that we went through we went through um daniel 2 nebuchadnezzar's dream and when we finished that she said oh that was really good Where's this book, Danielle? I'm going to read the whole thing tonight. <laughs> and so she was she was just really, really excited about things. And I just think that um, we don't know how much a friendship can be. We don't need to be actively knocking on doors like I was or um, having a Bible study with someone. But just being their friend, you can open up in your conversation and be able to share something small with them that can be a blessing to them and they can just see how God influences your life and and that can really affect there. So, yeah, that was really awesome.
0: is broken. I take your word. Spender
1: It's so nice, isn't it, to be able to have a day like this when we can share what God has done in our lives or is doing in our lives or how he's helped us to bring someone else to know the lovely Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, I've been privileged over the years to have many wonderful experiences. But I thought I'd share one from a long while ago. And... uh, it too really is about a lady who didn't want to know anything about Jesus or religion but let me start at the beginning because I believe you know when we say yes to Jesus when we say yes Lord I will serve you I will do what you want me to do he uses us in a mighty way and All he wants, all he is asking of us is that we allow him uh, to use us in his cause. In other words, what he's saying is, I want you to be, uh, what should I say, a vehicle uh, for his Holy Spirit to work through. So that when I say yes, I will do this, then he will... Give me that capability to do it. Way back in 1985, I was asked if I would run a Revelation seminar, uh, which I uh, uh, we took up the challenge and we we ran a Revelation seminar out at Campbelltown in the primary school there, and. Uh, you know, we thought, "Oh, this will be great. We'll get great numbers there." But there was only a handful of people, and you know, sometimes you think, "Oh, I wish there were more." <laughs> we had a few church members attended, and we had about half a dozen visitors. And over the weeks, a couple dropped out, and there was left about four of them, uh, and. A couple of young men there were quite interested. Uh, One of them, uh, about halfway through the seminar, uh, we were talking and uh, I asked him about perhaps he'd like to do some Bible studies and he said, I would love to do that. He said, but actually I've just taken a job at Port Piri and uh, I won't be here again after this week. So that was sort of disappointing, and we'll come back to that. But there was another man there who was quite interested, and I spoke to him. Uh, also, perhaps you'd like to do some Bible studies. He said, Well, I would, but the problem is my wife is anti religion. He said, And I don't know what kind of reception you will get. So I said, Well, look, leave that with me and uh, we finally set a date for a bible study so on the evening when i'm going for the bible study i packed my car outside the home in the street and i thought i'll pray about this because i knew that i was going into perhaps a hostile situation uh, with this wife Uh, so i asked the lord please lord give me the right things to say that will uh, make it possible for this lady to at least be happy for a husband to have Bible studies. I go into the home and uh, spoke uh, to the man and then he introduced me to his wife and uh, I explained what What I was going to do, and she said, "Okay." She said, "If you want to study with him, that's okay with me, but don't expect me to have anything to do with it." I said, "That's all right. That's okay." Um, But I said to her, "I should say this to you: that when we we open God's Word together with with your husband, that he is going to." make some changes in his life and perhaps it might be a good thing you know for you to just sit in and listen Uh, then at least you'll know what he's getting into not interested not interested she said well this home it was quite a big home and they had one of these open plan homes and there was a, a, a like a kitchen dining room uh, combination and then a lounge or a family room at the other end and it was all open and she went and sat as far away as it was possible at the end of the family room and I sat with the the man at, at the kitchen table and opened God's Word and we we had a study and uh, Everything went well, and then the next week uh, turned up for a study. And uh, same situation, the Bible study progressed and went well, and the following week, I noticed about the third week, that she was sitting perhaps in the middle of the room. But, you know, after that, as each week went by, she was sitting closer and closer and and then one day she said do you mind if I sit at the table with you? which she did do and uh, We studied and she had been listening to every word uh, There during that that period of time and the result was that uh, you know out of this group I thought well, I'm going to end up with one well, I ended up with Because husband and wife were both baptized praise the Lord. Isn't that good? Isn't God good? It's it's wonderful. Uh, It's a thrill just to share God's word, but the story doesn't end there because At the end of that year and we were in the middle at that time of building this beautiful church Because I was a pastor uh, of the Modbury Church, which was you know before this one Uh, And uh, I was asked if I would accept a position at at Port Pirie. And I went up to Port Pirie and and there was this, uh, on the Sabbath uh, service I took at Port Pirie, here was this young man that had attended my Revelation seminar and decided he would go along to church. And I continued studying there. Uh, with with this young man and uh, He was baptized and a little while later his son was baptized Uh, you know just out of this little handful uh, of of People that attended uh, there were four people uh, Came to Jesus why because I said yes to Jesus and uh, allowed him to use me Praise God, because he's a wonderful God, and he wants to use you, just as he used the, uh, Jana and, and Walter and, and all those who go out and, and share what God has done for them. If we're prepared to do it, he will work through us. Those who, who really know me, know that I'm probably the shyest people, a person you'd, you'd meet, I, I have terrible trouble Striking up conversations with people, I can talk about Jesus, you know, forever. But just casual conversation, I can sit on a, a you know, on a, a plane or a bus or whatever, and barely say good day to the person next to me because I'm terribly, I find it terribly difficult to be able to converse with people. And yet, when I get the opportunity to speak for Jesus, I have no trouble at all. And that's how, how God works. It doesn't matter who you are, how shy you are, what issues you have. If you will say yes to Jesus, he will use you for his name's honor and glory. Praise the Lord.
2: there are others that would like to have shared something too but I guess what I'd just like to wrap up is where I started and that is where it says what we're reading from Nebuchadnezzar I like how he says after this time had passed I Nebuchadnezzar looked up to heaven my sanity returned and I praised and worshipped the most high and honoured the one who lives forever it strikes me that when we do something about sharing Jesus with other people when we do something about stepping outside of our comfort zone and serving somebody else that that is when we are at our most sane. That is when we are at our most wisest and most thoughtful and our most truly selves when we step outside our comfort zone and share with those around about us what it is that God has done for us. And it doesn't start with words. It always starts with actions. I'd like to share one last testimony with you. Um, Someone sent it to me this week. And once I start to read, you will know all about it. Over the last few difficult months, I have been reminded of God's amazing love for his children and his promises to be with us always, and he is always with us. He will bring us comfort and peace if we just ask him. For that, I thank him and praise him. Matthew 28 verse 20 says, Lo, I will be with you always until the end of days. Isaiah 40 verses 9 to 10 says, I have chosen you and have not rejected you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will uphold you. There's a hymn we used to sing called, I Will Never Leave You. The words are an expression of God's wonderful promises to you and me, and they say, I will never, never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will guide and save and keep you for my name and mercy's sake. I will fold my arms around you and guard you with tender love. This week I had a CT scan and the report indicates that all is well. So far there has been no regrowth of the tumour. Today I would like to acknowledge my humble thanks to God for his care and love to me. I am confident that his guiding hand has been present throughout my treatment. My medical care by very skilled teams of doctors, nurses and medical technicians has been amazing and I will forever be grateful to them. When it seemed that there would be some treatment difficulties, miraculous resolutions occurred. To my family, I would like to publicly express my thanks to them for their love, care, and support. To you, my church family, mere words cannot express my gratitude to you for your unceasing prayers on my behalf, for your cards, messages, and visits. You have brought the family and me much comfort. It is a privilege to be part of God's church. Thank you again for your concern on my behalf. May the Lord richly bless our church and each one of you. Brian Robson. You see, when God is active and when God is alive and when we acknowledge it, indeed our sanity returns and we can praise and worship the Most High and honour the One who lives forever because He is busy and he is working and he is active in our lives let's stand together and pray our father in heaven we thank you for your goodness we thank you that you are indeed a god who is alive who has lived all through the past who lives all through the present and who lives all through the futures of our of this world that we live in and of our own lives i'm thankful lord that you are busy i'm thankful lord that you are active I am so grateful, Lord, that you do your thing and it brings glory to you when you work through us and as we take the chance to share you with other people. Lord, we are so grateful for your goodness. We are so grateful for your kindness. And we are so grateful for the love that you have for each and every one of us. And we pray, Lord, that it will be evident in the things that we do so that we might have the opportunity to share you with others with the words that we speak. In Jesus' name, amen.